Welcome to Feeding Your Healthy Mind, a space where I reflect on ideas, concepts, and practices that can help us cultivate personal, physical, and mindful growth. Can small habitual changes really make us feel more connected, nourish our bodies and minds, as well as develop our consciousness? Let's expand our awareness, lean into discomfort, and find new ways to challenge what we know and how we think. Whether spiritual, psychological, or scientific, let's explore it all. Join me for the next few minutes in feeding your healthy mind. Welcome back to the Feeding Your Healthy Mind podcast. This week, I wanted to change the energy of the podcast a little bit and speak on something a little bit more personal in a different way. So this week's theme is acceptance and body dysmorphia. Also perception, because I feel like that has a lot to do with my experience of how I view myself and how that's changed over time. So I want to start with this idea of perception. We each have our own viewpoints, our own outlook on the world and the way we process things. And sometimes when people speak, we don't always hear things the way they intend for them to come across. And I think that's a very normal thing. It's kind of impossible for each of us to completely understand exactly what has left an individual's brain and then come out in words and then get brought over to us. Same with messages, images, any form of message really. But all we can do is try and see how we interpret that and then be introspective as to what does that say to us? What can we learn about the way we process things by looking a bit more deeply into how we receive messages? So on that note, returning to body dysmorphia, I feel like growing up, I had a very difficult relationship with my body and understanding or having some sort of link between what I see and what I present. It took a while for me to really have that link in my brain where the way I perceived myself and the way others perceived me seemed to have some sort of uh, synony- synonymity. But I think I read a quote once that said, it doesn't matter how you present yourself, what matters is how people view you. And I didn't particularly, I didn't particularly like this, this quote, because for me, the identity, the self, is something of our own choosing and our own control. However, I do understand that social powers, society, um, the powers that be that dictate so many things about the way we should be and should look and should act, have a big impact on that. But at the same time, how does that sit with us as individuals? How do we then battle with ourselves when it comes to understanding who we believe we are and then presenting who we want to be? This is where I felt a disconnect. On one aspect, there is the pressures of looking a certain way. I grew up being female. I didn't always have such female traits. I enjoyed 
doing things that at that time in the early 2000s were really judged as not very feminine. So were labeled as tomboy or you're like, you're a little bit more boyish. And I didn't really understand what that meant, but because the label existed, it stuck. I think growing up then it became really hard for me to understand my femininity and be able to communicate that. And that played out in many ways. That played out in the way that I did or didn't have female friends, the way in which my male friends viewed me, the way in which I dressed, and even the way in which I acted. It took a long time for me to process and figure out what that actually meant because I felt that I should also have a right to be feminine if that's what I choose to do. And this is where looking at myself, looking at the images of what feminine was in terms of what was shown to me through media and society didn't match up and was really confusing. On top of that, society was also pushing it in other ways where people would judge what I wore and what I said before I was even had a chance to display it for myself, before I had a chance to own it for myself. I'm kind of happy to say that I believe that these things are changing and I can see that change in the world. There are still many people that have a rigid view of things like gender and sexuality and that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the progress that we've made and how we can continue that through acceptance. Now my road to acceptance started with accepting myself. Figuring out what it is I wanted to display, how I felt inside. And that's where I had to go back before I was able to show that to everybody else. And that's not to say that you have to share that. It can be something private and personal and something you don't want to share. But I knew I wanted to change the way I communicated, the way I felt about who I was and how I looked. And we can do this through various modes, such as clothes, words, um, makeup, um, actions, hobbies. All of these things say something about who we are. And I believe that we can take the power of that and use those tools to share who we want to be and who we believe we are. This might sound a little bit complex and in no way do I feel that this is going to stop people from making their own opinions about who we are and what we look like. But the acceptance and ownership and perspective of taking power over those choices is really empowering. And what helped me when it comes to feeling comfortable, being accepting and enjoying who I am, enjoying this human experience. Having a shift in perspective for me looked like taking ownership of what I wanted to share with the world. But I think it's important to understand that the road to acceptance for me was not particularly something I understood how to navigate. How was I supposed to accept something that when I looked at really confused my brain was something I didn't identify with. and. That was quite a journey. I think it's taken me well into my, well, I'm now in my thirties, but I think my late twenties were a really big shift. A couple of breakdowns or a major breakdown, which I think is really helpful in life. The more we let that happen, the more we can push through and have the transformation that comes out of it, 
but maybe that's another episode. Um, feeling really low about it was hard. Feeling very confused. And I think at the time it wasn't talked about and I didn't have the space or even the words to explain why I didn't like this relationship I had with myself, but I knew I wanted to fix it. And I think that's a key for me. It was the relationship with myself. In our lifetime, one thing is continuous. One thing is always gonna be there as we change, as the people around us change, that, that is having a relationship with ourselves. And I believe that's the most important relationship you have in life. It constantly changes like we do as humans and we need to continue that conversation. So when we say introspection, when I think about reflecting on how I've behaved or how I act or what I say and, and the behaviors or habits that I may have, it's a continued conversation with myself. Does this align with who I am and who I want to be? And it's not necessarily about what I want to present, it's about how I feel inside. This took me a while to really grasp and figure out and honestly, I'm still on a journey of going back and forth with it and I think that's completely fine and I think that's probably the key to it. It's just making sure that conversation, that relationship is always nurtured and never ends. And that really helped me understand why I wasn't connected with my body. Some other practices really help me. I really like physical movement and I like to change up the different physical movement I try. I'm a yoga teacher, but I also really enjoy Pilates. I really enjoy bouldering. I really enjoy just dancing to music. And I think those tools really help me to release and feel into my body. I think in the early 2000s, our bodies were specifically around image and what we see, not necessarily how we feel. And taking that feeling away from the physical element and just putting it back into the feeling and the energetics really allowed me to feel joy in my body. And the weird thing is in feeling joy inside my body, when I started to look in the reflection of that, I saw joy in my face, in my energy, in the way I present myself. It just seemed to radiate from the in out. It's hard to describe, um, but I'm glad that I'm here. And I'm not saying that every day is beautiful when it comes to that connection but I keep that conversation open with myself and I make sure that I nurture it and I accept it and I start from where I am being honest about how I feel so perception is one place to start how do you view yourself how do you want to view yourself and how much power are you giving those that view you and tell you how you should be. If there's anything in this episode that particularly resonated with you, please reach out and share it with me. I would love to connect more with the community and really get to know who's listening. Thank you for joining me for this podcast and join me next time where we continue to feeding our healthy minds.